it's me, John Savage, the Digital Savage, right? No mess, no fuss. Let's get into it. We want to talk about a very important part of podcasting, and that is monetization, the most important part. How do I make money for my podcast? I've been doing a podcast for two weeks, slash two months, slash two years. I'm not making any money. How do we do it? All right. There is quite a lot on this subject, so I'm just going to roll with it. Number one is subscriptions. Now, subscriptions are, as the title suggests, that you pay a monthly fee or your listeners pay a monthly fee to you to listen to the podcast. Now, it's quite a nuanced thing. Um, it's a feature on Spotify now. It's a, a feature on Apple and some of the other podcasting platforms where you can set um, people can pay a subscription in order to listen to your podcast. Now, the range of that fee in dollars is usually between $3 and $15. Obviously, if we're in South Africa, the lower end of that spectrum is better. In the Spotify world, currently 100% of those fees for one year go to the artist. In, in Apple, there is a, a yearly subscription fee of about $20 for the year, so it's not a lot. Um, um, so, But the rest of that money, if it was $3 or $15 per month, that's not per episode, um, that's, that is income generation for you. Now, what is the psychology around Apple subscriptions or, or Spotify subscriptions for podcasts? Currently, the demand for podcasting subscriptions is not extremely high, although it depends on how you talk to your audience, how loyal your audience is. You can create demand for it. One of the models is freemium where guys like uh, The Midnight Miracle, one of my favorite podcast series where they put out one minute um, trailers on t uh, for free and every couple of episodes like episode one and episode five, the whole episode is free and that encourages me to like subscribe to the podcasting subscribers so that I get all the episodes. So the freemium model manages to entice people. Uh, another model that people uh, often do is the first like five minutes or 30 minutes or even 45 minutes of your podcast is free but the other 90 minutes you know if it's a conversation with some somebody amazing the as it gets more in depth that's behind the paywall so that is one of the models that podcasters use for monetization subscriptions let's move over to number two the second one is sponsorships now sponsorships are high value partnerships where a brand wants to integrate themselves into your podcast uh, the good I'll give you the good and the bad the good of sponsorships is number one Usually they are the most profitable collaborations because you've got a brand really integrating them into yourself yourselves into the show So that has a premium cost associated to it. So sponsorships are good The negative is the sales funnel to get those along so you have to educate the brand you have to talk to the brand You have to spend a lot of time working out what the brand looks like and feels like inside your podcast and one of the things you have to look out for is to make the brand integration as organic as possible. You see this often where a brand is integrated into a show on an organic way where the host speaks about it naturally and gives you a website links. That's a, that's a high value proposition because one, podcasts have high return in terms of conversion. In other words, when a podcast is trusted by an audience, somebody hears about a brand, they are more likely to go and actually buy that brand, log onto that website because they trust you, the podcasting host. So that's why sponsorships are, are really valuable. You can give them a little ad space on the YouTube. You can give them ad space on your audio. You can put links on your social. So there's a lot you can do with a sponsorship. They're really good to get. They just take longer to get and are harder to close. But when you get a sponsorship deal, you're looking at real revenue for a campaign length of time where it's a week or maybe three months or three weeks, so a campaign-driven sponsorship, uh, which is a very good one. Third up, let's talk about merchandise sales. Now, as your following is created and you have people who are listening to your podcast and watching your podcast on YouTube regularly, you start to get an audience and people become fans. And your fan base doesn't have to be a 10,000 or 100,000. It can be 50, 100, it can be 300. 
but it's how engaged they are that you need to monetize into the merchandising space. So it could be a mug, a t-shirt, a cap with the name of the podcast on there. Keep it low quantity so that they are limited edition items. They can be premium so they can be a little bit expensive. You can let your podcasting audience, listen, I'm selling these uh, digital savage hats. They're 450 Rand. Um, they're super premium and I'm only making 30 of them. So the first sort of 30 guys who order them, they're going to get these. I'll never do this design again. So I'm by saying things like that, I'm creating scarcity in that and making sure they're premium products because you don't want to just sell them at cost. You want to make them profitable. And if you're always turning up your merch or making sure your merch is high quality, you can sell it regularly and that will also help facilitate income for your podcast. Get creative. If your podcast is about fishing, maybe you get some sort of branded fishing role for yourself. So make sure that because you're not a coca-cola type of company you're an independent podcaster you can think out of the box and make merch that's really special or even funny or comedic or silly maybe it's underpants you know something that you know your audience that they'd appreciate number four is listenership donations there's a lot of ways you can do that spotify has one built in um Another good one is Patreon and a lot of podcast audiences, they know, they recognize the value that they're getting for podcasts and they know that it's free and they're not really like culturally, um, sometimes they're likened to like the kids of today, they don't know what it's like to buy a CD, so they don't want to buy music, uh, you know, the subscription model is fine, they don't want to buy an album, they don't see the value of buying an album because they, won't, they didn't grow up with the culture of purchasing music and the same way podcasting, we haven't grown up in a culture of purchasing a podcast so people are uh, loath that's why the subscription model is quite tricky it's doable i know a lot of guys who do it well but it's a lot harder to sell a subscription whereas uh, listener donations are an easier sell because people want to feel a part of what you're doing people want to um, support your podcast so look into listenership donations like patreon make sure you give them special rewards things like maybe a one-on-one -on -one call with you for the premium guys once a month to limited edition content that only goes to your the people who are supporting you three maybe this um discounted merch for they know who the maybe they can sit in if you're doing um interviews that are online maybe they can sit in for those five premium faq questions where only your your subscribers get like q a sessions with you whatever you think will add value to your podcasting audience that's what you give as prizes to patreon people and patreon is just people support you they give you money every month because they want to support you it's why ads work well on podcasts too because people know that by supporting the ad or the brand they supporting you as well so there's a lot of like love that you can leverage into the monetization space people know you're not making money from podcasts and that's why they're eager to support so if you can really build a foundation around um, uh, the donation model that can really work at least not for your whole career but at least to subsidize like a portion of what you're doing for podcasting five let's talk about ads now ads are a really important part so it's different from sponsorships when we were talking about sponsorships earlier we we're talking about almost a show takeover a partner in your show where somebody is like integrated into your show where you're talking about them where they play a priority mechanism but inside a podcast there are a whole lot of other places you can place ads either live reads as a host read live read where I as the host can read an ad about what about your product or two programmed ads and those are pre-rolls mid-rolls post-rolls and if you listen to podcasts any podcast usually at the beginning there's space for a little 30 second ad or a 15 second ad or a 10 second ad in the middle of a podcast 
um, that's called a mid-roll. There's space for an ad break of maybe three ads. The research has shown like three is the maximum amount of ads you can do. Now that's airtime ad space inside your audience that you can sell either programmatically. So some of the devices, uh, Spotify globally, but not available in South Africa can run programmatic ads. Programmatic ads are low cost ads that any brand can vie for to put inside your podcast. Um, but ultimately, you could also find a sales space that people can sell ads or you can sell ads to brands at a much lower cost, but still a premium cost for you if you're going in for four episodes, if, you know, weekly episodes. It's ad space that has value. Um, so that's three mid-rolls, one pre-roll and even two post-rolls. So you could sell five ads inside your podcast regardless of the length. If your podcast is over two hours, or even over an hour, every 30 minutes you could have another ad break and have more space for mid-rolls inside your podcast. So think about that, that you know, radio ads still work inside um, a podcast. The sixth one is affiliate marketing. It's the last one I'm gonna talk about today. Yes, there are other mechanisms for, for monetization, but I thought I'd just start with six. Uh, affiliate marketing is that there are a lot of brands out there in the world who are looking for other people to help promote their products. To define affiliate marketing partners, you need to Google what brands are looking for affiliates. Let's say the affiliate is a sock brand, peanut butter socks, let's call them, and they're looking for affiliates to sell their peanut butter socks. What you do is you register as an affiliate in the peanut butter socks website and you get a special code that is like peanutbuttersocks.com forward slash Dave. Mackenzie Head, because that's your name, Dave Mackenzie Head. And um, when you are on your podcast, you say, listen, guys, I'm checking, I'm wearing these amazing socks from Peanut Butter. I really think you should buy them. Here's, just click on the link below and you can get socks from David. I'll give you a 10% discount from Peanut Butter. Uh, just click this link, which is Peanut Butter Socks forward slash Dave Mackenzie Head. And then listeners will click on that link. And every time they buy socks from Peanut Butter Socks, um, you will make a percentage of that sale. That's what affiliate marketing is. And it's a very effective way to earn revenue without having to have a product that you can utilize other people's products. Just make sure the products are useful to your particular target audience. If you're selling socks to you know, high-end wealth clients, that isn't gonna work. So just keep those things in mind, be smart about it. And that is pretty much the six. There are a lot more. If you have any questions, just let me know. I'll happily answer them. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one consulting, both for podcasters who are looking to build their podcast or brands who are looking to build a business around podcasting. Uh, just look in the link below. I can, I can do one-on-one -on -one sessions with that. Or uh, follow me on Instagram, at John Savage. I said Instagram, but I'm on Instagram. Uh, at John Savage is my name on, on Instagram. And in the link in the bio, there's obviously links to talking to me as well. This has been another episode of Digital Savage. Hiya! Oh, madness, my friend.